So one time in the session, my therapist, Sandra, asked me, Jade, what do you do for fun? And I legit couldn't answer her because I do a lot of things for fun. However, comma, whatever I do for fun needs to come with a coin. Fun and coin go hand in hand. You feel me? Every day I'm hustling, every day I'm hustling, every day, every day. <laughs> What's up, y'all? It's Jay with the However Comma Podcast, and you are listening to, I believe it's episode 14. If it ain't 14, I don't know. Just, I think it's 14, okay? So it's going to be 14 today. Anyway, in this episode, we will be discussing side hustles because it seems like everybody has one. Everybody wants to get one because it's all about the money. And don't be hitting me up if you ain't getting enough if it ain't about the money. If it ain't about the money, you know, we really just aren't into it. And I am guilty of that as well. So I am not the pot calling the kettle black. I'm just the pot looking in the mirror because it's something that I want to discuss especially with these stimulus checks that everyone got. Everyone and they mama got an opinion on what somebody else needs to do with their stimulus check. How about you mind yours and make sure you actually filed your taxes in order to get a stimulus check in the first place? Because let's just be honest, $1,200 ain't no money. It's some money for people in different situations, but if at the grand scheme of it, $1,200 $1,200 ain't no money. That's rent round here, boo-boo. That's rent money. Everybody take that $1,200 and invest it. That's a no. Take that $1,200 and do all that. That's also a no. What I'm going to do with this money is whatever I want to do with thine money because thine money hit thine account and not yours. But it's the, 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 even the mindset that the $1,200 that was given was given to help people out financially from what COVID-19 has done to the United States as an economy and as the people with their jobs and pretty much as the country as a whole, you know? So why do we have to take that money that was given to us because it's really our money in the first place? The money that was given back to us, I should say, why should we take that money and then invest it in the companies that already have billions or take that money And do whatever people think, you know, even with the winner's circle, I should take that $1,200 and I should get in that Ponzi scheme, winner's circle, blessing circle that you have on Facebook. That sounds like a great idea. You know, I never would have thought to flip a dollar into $100 into $1,000 and then get away with it, says everybody who in prison for white collar crimes, you know, but you know, whatever floats your boat, you know, you like it, I love it. frankly frankly my dear I don't give a damn what you think I should do with my money because it's my money and that's where people have to remember to mind their own business and stay in their own lane because you don't have no idea about people's financial situations unless you have a close relationship with somebody you really should not be worried about what's in their bank account and what ain't because when they when you eat 
When you eat, it'll make them shit. So why are you so worried about it? Okay? Remember that next time. What that other person eats doesn't make you shit. So you really should not care. <laughs> That's what I think anyway. But like, okay. So back to the main topic, which is side hustles. Is it, is it, is it R? Whatever. Which is side hustles. Side hustles for people who don't get that lingo is another source of income on top of your primary occupation. So for me, I am a public defender. I'm a lawyer. So that is my main job. Being an attorney is my main job. But if this podcast created any source of income, which it does not, if the podcast created any source of income, that would be a side hustle because I'll be having more money coming in. Even last week in the episode when we discussed with Janice with Arbon, that used to be a side hustle for her, but then that became an actual job where she was able to quit her full-time job. Now, that's a side hustle going wild. You know what I'm saying? That's a side hustle going wild. And some people, if that is your mission to get out of your job, more power to you, boo-boo. Do you, boo-boo. However, comma, I love my job, so I don't want my side hustle to take over my life. I don't want any type of hobbies to take over my life because I am easily overwhelmed with stupid shit. (laughs) Like, easily overwhelmed with stupid shit. Because things bother me that would not bother your ordinary Joe Schmo. I have a problem. And so, acknowledging the fact that I have a problem is step one. So, if you too have a problem with being bothered by a whole bunch of stupid stuff, then, you know, you have to acknowledge that it's who you are as a person and flourish in your mess. Be blessed in your mess, okay? Be blessed in it. So, I I, I can't do it. I can't do anything that creates a sense of rush, a sense of hurry, because I get real uncomfortable and then you're going to get whatever you get so I can be done and so that you can leave me alone. But when it comes to other things, I can procrastinate well enough because it's something that I really care about, so I flourish no matter what. And that's how I look at side hustles, and I'm not trying to talk in circles like Zach from, um, what is that show, Married at First Sight? I promise, I'm not trying to talk in circles. But can you, hmm, how can we word this for y'all? Can you be satisfied with your income to a point where you do not desire to have a side hustle, but only to have a hobby? And I think that looks at what we discussed before also, which is quality of life. Depending on what your quality of life is and what you want out of life and what you expect out of life, you could be very complacent and happy with the income that you make. But as long as a bitch want more, I need more money, okay? I need to find some way to fill this gap because I love my job or I hate this damn job and I need to find a way to make it better. And the question is, is it making it better for you financially while making you worse overall in your life? So look at this podcast for me. I turned 30. I said, yes, bitch, yes. I'm about to have a podcast. I was super stoked. 
And then when I started looking and digging and digging, because the idea seemed real grand at the beginning, y'all. It looked wonderful. And um, however, come <laughs> when it actually got down to it, I'm like, oh, this is a whole bunch of work. Um, it with this much work, I'm gonna need some advertisers to make it worth my money because I'm putting in so much time. I need a coin. You ask people to come on to a podcast and they are asking for money. I'm like, this is a passion project just because sometimes I like the sound of my own voice. And I think that people should really hear what I have to say. So being that I think that my opinion is priceless, I don't have no money for you. And it's almost funny. Like, what you think this is? Who you think I am? Patty LaBelle or somebody? I ain't got no money. You want to charge me to come talk on a podcast that's aired for free through a free um, company that's distributing it for me and that I'm using my little hard-on coins to do graphic arts and giveaways and everything else? Boy, bye. Ain't nobody got time. Ain't nobody got time for that. Nobody ain't got time for that, you know? So... When the podcast, this podcast, began to feel like work, I had to find a way out. Like, I have, I had to find a way to do this podcast best in a fun way for me still, because it's not going to bring any money anytime soon, if ever. I mean, just being honest, if ever. It's just, it's just, it's just I'm just bullshitting. <laughs> I don't know what other way to put it besides like right now I am sitting in my closet surrounded by my clothes and all of my wigs and all of their glory you know I love those wigs so I'm just sitting in here you know my shoes to the left my wig to the right you know sitting on the floor in the closet I'm not recording this because I would look crazy (laughs) but it's not anything that has to be made into a job and I knew that going into this like you cannot go into this project thinking I have to turn it into a side hustle I have to make some money I have to recover what I'm spending like girl bye you spend your money on everything you got shoes in here you ain't never worn dresses with tags on it you don't need to recover every single penny that you make because that's life you ain't getting that rent money back for that apartment that you don't own you're not getting that money back on that vehicle that's leased. Like, you're everything that you put money into, you're not going to get a return. And that is what living life is. You ain't going to always get something. Sometimes you get nothing for a whole lot of something. Okay? It be hurting. It hurt when you get nothing and you put a lot into it. But that's life. And you got to keep pushing. And so with keep pushing, y'all still going to get these episodes, even if ain't nobody listening. Some, at least... Somebody better be listening. <laughs> if y'all not listening, it's okay. I love y'all too. Y'all gonna get back with it. But it's hard when you see other things in life that you want and you do not have the money for it and you cannot come up with how you're going to get the money. And I always have all these grand ideas of how I'm going to get money. Um, a lot of you may not know, but I actually just finished my master's in criminal justice. Uh, I was supposed to graduate, but no graduations are happening. But I started to go to school for a master's because I was at the PD's office. I was at the bottom, had just started. 
left private practice, had went there, some brand new attorney in their office. And the money wasn't it. It just wasn't it. Living in this area was extremely different from living in Orlando. So the cost of living went down. But how I live has never changed. You know, when people, <laughs> when you got cool champagne taste with Kool-Aid money, that is the plight of my life. The plight of my life. Lord, help me. Because <laughs> oh, it hurts sometimes. It hurts. It hurts, and sometimes I don't know how I afford this life. I, I, I don't know if I do for real. It's like the chorus of that Lauryn Hill song. And it hurts so bad. And it hurts so bad, bruh. Because this pain is <laughs> is real. Really real. It's getting really real. I always result to Meg the Stallion. Like, I just want to ask her, can you pay my bills? Can you pay my telephone bills? Because she got a lot of money. And she looking. Now, that is the ultimate turning a side hustle into a dream her and cardi b like <laughs> cardi b yo she went from being on loving hip-hop to rapping on the side and then she blew up from it and she got her coin and then she bounced and did what she really wanted to do and she stops tripping she is goals yo she is legit <laughs> goals I mean not my goals but like the 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 come up is goals when somebody can actually hone in on their creative genius their internal artistic self and really maximize on that money uh rounds of applause baby make that head clap anyway <laughs> y'all know what it's about but i don't know like cardi was really not here for that reality tv life she knew it she got her check from it she got rich off of it she hustled and she made her way to the top and that is a mindset that everybody has, but can everybody really do it without sacrificing themselves? Because sometimes it takes a sacrifice of self when you no longer enjoy doing something. For instance, some days I wake up like, oh, I got this podcast. I don't want to feel like that when I'm thinking about doing the podcast. So you have to look and assess the situation and then figure out what you about to do to fix this problem because that's what happens to me in my life it may be different for you if I'm the only one then you know keep listening <laughs> but you have this love right this great love of a one thing for me it was photography I actually did photography um I just picked it up one day and it was there and I liked doing it I did it at college and I did, I did it in college. I took pictures. I always had a camera around my neck and then I was traveling and I had the camera around my neck and then I applied to law school and I started law school and I did my first wedding. I did my cousin's wedding and then it came time to actually sit down and edit those photos for the wedding. And I was like, wait a minute, wait a minute. This is stressing me out. This is a lot. This is perfecting. I don't really know how to work this Photoshop. I'm a little bit overwhelmed. And I promise y'all, when I finished those wedding photos, that camera went into the case. And I ain't seen that camera since. I mean, it's still here in the house somewhere. Yeah, it's still here in the house. But um, I don't think I even took a picture with it since that wedding. Now, I could also blame law school, but I could also blame that I'm a punk. <laughs> and it scared me. And I was like, retreat, retreat, retreat. White flag, wave the white flag, get me out of here. 
And that's just like what it is. But I love taking pictures. I take pictures all day long. Every food plate, every flower, every person. Oh, the worst part about being a person who likes photos is that everybody gets these bomb-ass photos when you take them, right? And then when you ask somebody else to take a photo, it looks terrible. <laughs> terrible. It looks so terrible. And I'm like, why can't you just take a good picture of me? It's a blessing and it's a curse. It's a blessing and a curse because it hurts when you look so good and there is no picture to prove it. <laughs> That's a different kind of pain. I know women are with me. For the men that take pictures with their beards in the, in the mirror, you feel me too. When you tuck your jeans, when you tuck your shirt and your jeans and you think you're looking ducky and then they can't get the photo right, you feel tried. Pure tried. <laughs> Pure tried, bro. But your friends, they come in handy too, though. They come in handy too. Because, honestly... I don't know if I could have ever generated the idea myself to come up with a podcast, but for numerous friends saying, Jade, you got so much stuff going on in your life, you need a reality TV show. Like the stuff, <laughs> the stuff that you see and not even talking about work, just talking about life experiences and or even just the topics that I discuss with people because I like to poke the bear sometimes. But, like, you need a reality TV show. Y'all just need to sit down and record this one day. And I don't know if it's created from the love that Americans have for reality TV or what it is to really be interested in everybody else's everyday life. But I'm here for it, honey. But sometimes our friends see things in us that we don't see in ourselves because we so wrapped in what we think is the right way to go about things or what we think our passion is and what we see as something that can actually be monetized and create another source of income that we're ignoring the true passions and the creative juices that get to flow in and spill over the floor when you're just being your true authentic self and you know I really struggled with that with the podcast like I was trying to obey Joe and I was trying to not to curse so much and then sometimes I'm concerned about people at work who are listening to it and if my boss listens to it and whatever, some prosecutors, and what if I want to be a judge one day? Shoulda, coulda, woulda, don't give a... (laughs) I still try not to say the F word, though. But, like, bruh, can I live? Can I breathe my own air? Can I be Jade, MF, and Coleman? Like, can I be me? Can Can I be me? And if I can't be me, then is it worth doing? I don't think it is. If I can't be myself, then what the hell? What the hell am I here for? Because that's what I think people like about me is the fact that I'm me. And if you don't like me, I really could care less because that's your business and that's your law. So take that. Bam. But like, you got to be yourself. You got to find what's in you. And I think that I finally figured it out. So it's going to be a lot of changes coming with the podcast because I'm not giving it to y'all every week because it's like a job and I already go to work and I do a lot of hours and I don't get paid for it. And so to do another job that I work a lot of hours and I don't get paid for it, it's kind of like, girl, what you doing? And I think that solves the problem with side hustles. You really got to find something that you love doing and that you know can actually be monetize and if it's not monetized you should still be okay with that like find something if you are like gung-ho 
I need some more dough. If you like gung-ho, give me my coin. Find something that even if you do not make any money from it, that is still going to be enjoyable to you because you can't get that time back, sis. You can't get them dollars back, bruh. Once that money has been spent for that hobby, potential side hustle, and once you have clocked in those hours, it's no coming back from that. You're sacrificing your own life to try to better your life. But you need to actually still be better in your life, picking up a skill, learning something new about yourself. Like, this has been, like, revelation, a blindfold is off in my eye. That's how I feel. <laughs> That's exactly how I feel. Mm, that's exactly how I feel. Y'all know I love Lizzo. Heart Lizzo. Oh, if she could be a guest, that'd be amazing. Just the opportunity to speak to famous people that I like, love, and adore would be wonderful because I agree that they're just people, but they're people that I love. Like, you get excited to see your mama, I get excited to see Lizzo, okay? Let me be great. But I struggle with the continuous chase of wealth. Does it stop, y'all? Dear listeners who have a lot of money or who grew up with money and have trust funds and stuff like that, does the does the chase ever end for you all? Like, it's a chase, like, I'm going to do it on my own. I don't need you, mom. Like, I get that chase. But, like, does the chase, like, actually end? Like, do you ever say, all right, I got enough money? The person who I think the chase never ends for is Candy Burris. Because that heifer there is a bag chaser. And Todd is sick of it. (laughs) Todd is so sick of it because Candy ass ain't never at home. And they got all them damn kids. And she just keep on getting bag after bag. Now, that is a bag collector. She will, if it is a dollar to be had, Candy Burris is going to sniff it out. It is, some of it is successful, some of it is not. So, I look at her as a figurehead as what I am, but in, like, I don't know if y'all watch Housewives or not, but where we are right now with it. Is that Todd Tucker is sick of it. She's sick of her shit and all her working. He love her, but he want her to be at home with kids. And for her to calm down with getting all the money. And I'm interested to see the outcome of that. Because I want to know, is it really a balance? Like, this lady has been famous since Escape. She write amazing songs. She got all kind of money. She got housewives money. She got all this money. And yet she still is trying to find more ways to make money. And I don't understand if is enough ever enough. Is enough enough when I'm sacrificing myself, when I'm sacrificing my family, when I'm not seeing my kids, when I want to go on this trip, when I'm always out of town, when I'm always tired. Like, girl, I'm, I'm sick of that shit. I'm sick of it. <laughs> so, I don't know. I'll be interested to know. I'll be interested to know. Is there a way to truly connect with your hobby and be able to monetize it successfully, no matter what your gauge of success is? But to me, success is, you know, the happiness. And if I make a few dollars, great. I like passive income, money that just come to me out of nowhere where I don't have to do a whole bunch of legwork. I wish that was being a housewife, but I love being a lawyer and, you know, that's just not my ministry. But that's the question I'm asking. And that's the question that I want to know. But the other thing about questions, and I'm rolling here, I'm wrapping this up, is 
if you do not pursue your passion to make money, will it just go by the wayside and you just disregard it because you're so focused on making money that you're not doing what you truly love? Point. Or will you actually try to do the hobby that you want to do and you cannot make money? Do you just completely disregard the hobby and say to hell with it? Because who is that benefiting? It ain't benefiting you. It can't be benefiting you because you're not making no bag and now you're not being happy because you can't do what you want to do because you tried to make money off of it and you failed. So now we looking like boo-boo the fool, looking real crunchy like a snack. <laughs> because that don't make no sense. So I want everybody to think about that because I'm going to think about that because I'm making a few changes. I'm making a few modifications. I'm doing a few new ventures because I want to. And I think that they'll be good for me. And good for everybody. And I really just want to enjoy life. Because, right, that's what it's all about. So, thank y'all for listening to this episode of the However Come A Podcast. Um, if you're not following me on Instagram, it is at However Come A Podcast. On Facebook, it is However Come A Podcast. I also have a giveaway going on right now. I love the local store, Rafa Natural. Their candles are my favorite. They are 50-hour soy candles. And I am giving one away for the Frizz Nye. If you go on to the podcast Instagram or the podcast Facebook and send me a question to ask in the episode, to answer, not ask. Send me a question that you want to ask me and I will answer it. In an upcoming episode, I want to get some more listener engagement and really see what y'all want to talk about because I know it's always those things that make you go, hmm, like, is it just me that thinks like this? I can't be the only one. And you more than likely are not. And I'm really not answering. Uh, I, can, I mean, I may answer everything. I can't say everything. I can't say that. But um, the people who enter into it by sending me a question We'll go into a random shuffle and a winner will be selected and announced next week. So you have until Wednesday, the 29th of April to send me a question. Instagram, Facebook, you can message me on either one. If you don't want it to be private, that's perfectly fine too. And then I'm going to give away a candle. And I have a lot more giveaway options coming up in the future. But in order to learn about those, make sure you follow me on social media. Make sure that you rate me on whatever you're listening to on your favorite platform. Share this podcast with a friend. Share this podcast with a foe. Share this podcast with a whole bunch of people. (laughs) My name is Jade. I am your host. Thank you for listening. And as I always tell you, Don't hesitate.